man. Don't tell me no shit like that, Kai. Are you serious? For real.
Yeah. It was just like some random shit we did too. Yeah. Just it story. was long. It was a long episode too. We talked. That was what a time to be alive. That's all I say about that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, man, kind of talk to him a little bit, because I just, like I said, I got, I got so much to say, man, but, uh, you know, go ahead and get the shit off, right? Okay, what? <laughs> What's up, man? What you want me to get I on? I just, I already got somebody. We need to talk about What you, what you want to talk about? Well, I'm going to have to. Shit, how you, you hadn't, you hadn't, you know, sat down and talked like this for a while, man. So, a lot, a lot. We well, let's go ahead and address the elephant in the room. Tell me what you're doing. Man. The album, man. The album, man. The first one. This is the first one. This is a long time coming, man. Right. So, shit, like, give us a little background, man. Like, where you from? How you got started with music? You know, your upbringing and all that. Aiken, Aiken, Aiken. You know what I'm saying? Aiken, South Carolina. You know what I'm saying? Aiden. You know what I'm saying? Um, my uncle and my pops was rappers, but my uncle was a singer. Yeah. And um, the baby boy, my other uncle, he rapped as well. And, uh, he actually was in a group with my uncle and my pops rapping on his own. Uh, yeah, that's my uncle. Yeah, David Jones and then my uncle Kevin and then my pops rapping a little bit back then. So that's kind of how I got started. My cousin G, Rashad Chapman, you know, he taught me how to rap. You know, so seeing him, my cousin Step, my cousin T, and then my sister, and my cousin Paris, and then you know, around the crib, uh, playing Apollo. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how, that's how it all got started. Okay. You say he taught you how to rap? Yeah, G, Rashad yeah. Chapman, for sure. I, like, he, I know you say he taught you, but like what? What what made you like want to learn and shit? I mean, you know, niggas try to teach shit every day. But what made you, you know, actually take them serious? Just wanted to be like him. You know, I ain't got no big brother. You know, so I, I wanted to just want to be like him. I get you. Because um, I didn't know Marvin David was what he was. I knew Splack and Belly, but I didn't know okay, this nigga was signed in Atlantic 94 before I was born. Then he signed up a So I didn't know, but I knew. Like, okay, I see my cousin G on this shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I heard a couple shit uh, from Rashad, man. Like, especially shit you do. Definitely dope. So I see why you wanted to be like him when it came to the music. But you know, before we dive into the music, I know you did sports and shit. You did football. So what was that experience? Tell us a little bit about that. That, that was interesting because I was so small. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I played, I played, you know what I'm saying, South Asian. You know what I'm saying? I played elementary, played uh, middle school. Started playing football when I was like seven. Yeah. Never teen. Played all the way up. Played uh, a little bit in college. You know what I'm saying? Funny thing about it was I stayed in trouble a lot. So that's what got in the way of you know. But um, you know, if I wouldn't stay in something in trouble, I wouldn't, you know, if I wouldn't have had to go through what I went through just to get 
get to a small school and go through all the hurdles I went through, but I was able to still go to school and play ball despite the fact like I got my GED. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, you know, and it was so funny because I was so anxious to get out of high school because like, you know what I'm saying, Buckland was already in college. He was in, you know what I'm saying, Illinois playing ball. You know what I'm saying, Pope was in Philly playing ball. I had one up there to visit Pope. So I was anxious to get the hell on. You know what I'm saying? I was real anxious because I was already in enough shit as is around here. Right. You know so, what I'm saying? So. so it was always, I know, like, you know, like when he was kind of still in the music coming up in sports, like, I know that played a big part. Was it mostly the idea of, like, getting out of April? Like, was that the, the, you know, just the idea of doing something else, being somewhere? Did that entice you? Not necessarily, because I was doing music at the same time, so either one was going to take me out. Right, right. Like, I remember my sophomore year, I fucked off so much with football because I was in the studio working on my first mixtape. Mm-hmm. Which it wasn't my first mixtape, but I had did an album. Like, back then, it was albums. Like, I had did an album as a kid, it didn't ever come out. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? I was working on my first mixtape that I knew was going to come out. Mm-hmm. I was with a new crew. Shit was going, so I was like anxious to get that shit out. Cause I had been in the studio so much as a youngin' and nothing came out. So I was like, yeah, we gonna get this shit out. So I remember my sophomore year, I fucked off. And I ain't really started coming consistently to like them there a month or two for the season. But if I would've took that shit serious, the outcome would've been different. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, it's, it's the little shit like that. But I knew one of them was going to take me out, so it, it ain't good right. out. Well, shit, so. Hold on, I'll say the photo. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> so you're talking about sophomore. Yeah, I know you say you fucked off me. Tell me about life in Tennessee. Oh, man. What was it like? Yeah. When I, I remember when I first got there, um, my mom cried. And I was far. Oh. I was eight hours away. Yeah, I was out like that. So, you know, she cried. Me and my pops went and seen that eye at the time. So, we kind of like walked out. We walked out of the spot, but my, uh, my grandfather was still there. You know, what Amy's told me on the, yeah. on the house. My, my granddaddy, his father, my pops. Dad, you know, my pops said what he said, but me and him still went. You know what I'm saying? On the best terms. So. He walked out, mom's crying. And I can't remember, I was like, oh shit, I don't know. So, I can't remember the whole day, I was like, man, I ain't finna smoke no weed, no cheese. Shit, man, nightfall hit. I literally start walking around asking niggas, hey man, where the weed at, man? Who got the weed, man, what's up? And then, right there, man, I met, I met uh, True, I met, Gita, I met Matt, uh, the first Matt I met in college. My roommate was named Matt, but I met another Matt, which ended up being the people that, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have been able to survive in Tennessee. Man, I was saying, like, these mad, a lot of the people that you made, it was mostly sports connections, though? Well, well, True and Jeter and them was, they played baseball. My roommate was, he played basketball, he played football. Um, niggas like L.A. from Memphis, Buki from Alabama, all them boys was, they played football, basketball, vice versa. Um, what? 
Not to cut you off, but like, what school? What part of Tennessee? What school? Mr. Martin. Mr. Martin? Yeah, I'm in Tennessee. And um, Matt, the other Matt, I just met him. He went to my room. He went to my room. Yeah, so, yeah, those are my guys. Like, man, my roommate, Matt, man. Like, it, that's why I was funny. Your name was Matt. <laughs> we were yeah, yeah. like, damn, what the fuck going on? Yeah, those of you who don't know, this is Mathis. Yeah. <laughs> so you call them children, but this is Mathis. Yeah. <laughs> it was deja vu, man. My mama even tripped about that shit. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Matt was a was a solid, like solid, solid, great roommate. Great roommate. Wasn't the best, like, he wasn't tidy. <laughs> <laughs> but he was. Good people. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. Like, I remember uh, when my grandma died in February, um, dad came up there and told me my grandma had died. And I was tripping because my nanny, I'm like, what the hell y'all drove eight hours for? Just come up here out of nowhere. I thought, you know, because I knew I was that I had been into him, but I was doing it. I'm like, oh, Lord. So for it's a rap. So they came, you know, whatever they told me my grandma had passed away. So I came upstairs, I was crying, I came up to our room, and I can't remember, like, yo what? And I told my grandma passed away. So he proceeds to bust out crying. What the fuck going on? Couldn't find out his grandma had just died on Christmas. We had just came back from a holiday break. And his grandma lived with him. So that was, that was, you know what I'm saying? And the funny part about it, his mom had just made me some PJ. Like she, she like just made me some PJ. Some what? Some PJ. Pajamas. Pajamas. Some football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So all that going on during the holidays, she still found time to do that for me, despite the fact that mom died. Me and him, me and him, no, you know what I'm saying? Like they say, Paul's no homo, me and him cry together. <laughs> that was, that's how I knew he was solid. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, so damn, I just, the family, they, they came and told you? Oh yeah, oh yeah, they came all the way up. Yeah. They drove eight hours, they talked. Ben and Stewart, you meant to? Oh man, that was my best friend. That was my, that was my right hand. And, uh, she taught me how to shoot a pistol. She taught me, a lot of aspects of how to be a man, cause she was born in 1925, so you know, she, she, I want to, before we before we, we keep going to East Tennessee, I, I do, I want to spin off for a second, kind of take back to it, just because, like, and again, this is why I, I'm not going to introduce him as a name. I, I want to know, kind of, tell, tell me the tale of the North Side. <laughs> what is it? Well, when, when you hear Indians and Chiefs, you know, uh, my uncle kind of break it down, like, you know, um, product of the north side. I'm from the north side, like Refrigerator Perry that played for Clemson. I grew up right, literally right behind his house. So 
you can walk through the little bushes in their house right there. So right there, automatically, that's just a, that's a staple. You know, Michael Dean Perry. Michael Dean Perry was even one of my coaches in high school. Uh, football coaches in high school. You know, um, I'm a product of the North Side. Like I'm from the heart of Aiken area. Like Smith Hayes of the Sun Union Street. Like I'm really from the I'm from that hood for real. Like so, that that that's that's what it is. Like. I didn't have a lot of rap names like you guys, but I didn't went by Freeze, I know about J Lee, Jones, Don. I didn't been by a couple names since y'all done met me, Jones, Don Carlos, but Northside Don was because I'm from the North Side and Don came because they was calling my nigga Cook Recipe Don Ferber. And he started calling me Don, you know what I'm saying? And then it just stuck. You know what I'm saying? It, it just stuck. Side, dog. I remember Kirk, like, yo, yeah, that, that's, that, that makes sense, that's what it is. Yeah, that's, that's it's me for real. Yeah. Kind of going into the music, man. I took a listen to that, I do like this shit, like, one. Mm. Now, when did you do like that? Like, we did it. 2011. Mm. Makes sense, because the sound and, 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 the, and the, the beats sounded just like that time period. And I was like, damn, bro, like this is a different sound from what he doing today and from when I met him. Yeah. Like, that shit definitely evolved. Exactly. So, the first shit that I ever seen you and work with you with was that little Jones on like three. Uh, and <laughs> I know that project was surrounded. We was listening, like, we was listening to it on the way here. I know a little bit of that shit was surrounded by like what we was going, had going on on campus. Right. You know, like Greenville Tech. So, like, Tell us about that experience, man. Like, everything that inspired you, you know, from the people to the experiences. Y'all inspired me. Um, y'all, y'all did. You gotta understand, man. At that time, when I first got to campus, I was literally sitting. You can ask this nigga this. I was sitting in the middle of the campus. All day long, I wouldn't move, and I would just sit there and write music. And I had a laptop in front of me, and I would just literally write music. They went to see Straight Outta Compton. They was going every fucking way. It started to get me bitter. Like, what the fuck? Damn, they ain't fucking with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, got my break now. It was 2015. Yeah. But 2015, man, we was we was all new to the area moving up to Greenville, man. And we, we we was roommates, man, and, and that's how it started. But Jones, y'all knew each yeah. other. Yeah, we y'all, all came together. I was the more to me to be specific, yeah. you know him, Shallow, me, and Shallow, right? And it's and Jones here. Yeah. Jones was he was a. I'm from the 803. But yeah. I'm from eight yeah, it was crazy because I remember, like, when we first met, and I know we kind of get on top of you, but you did that. And when we first met, I told you, I said, well, you remind me of my cousin that Pat. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Not, you know, not just because, you know, the, the, the crib shit, but, you right. know, just it was just like the vibe, the old soul, and and that's how he was. And, right? and, and what, rap. you remember what happened with me and you, oh. man, fucking ride with Katie. Yeah. <laughs> that shit with that weed. 
And me and you, you know, we, oh, you yeah. know, I just stepped you back. Then. Mm-hmm. If you went and to Greenville, take it 2015, you know, Katie. Yeah, yeah you I know. You know. Yeah, and, and then, we'll you, man, but you definitely was some shit. Yeah, like, you know, because you, you know, and when you broke it down to me, I'm like, oh, man, this thing ain't. So, you know, and then that's what led to me and you building. And that's why you was telling me about you. Like, you were mad me man. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, hmm, you know, and then eventually I met Quan. Yeah. I met Quan. Yeah, but then I, you know, I met Willis, but yeah, like, it was, it was y'all, like, I can't remember, so you go from that point to, uh, me finally getting out now. I'm finally moving around now. I met everybody. I'm, I'm out the house now. I ain't just stuck on the couch no more. So all that material that was stuck on the couch that came blue like this, that came later, that came, yeah, but too, right? right, right, but Love Jones, me sitting in y'all spot, right. getting hiding out my fucking mind, serving everybody on camera, <laughs> and that tweaking song too, <laughs> you know, and being with them. Having everybody come to the spot, smoke sessions with like 12 of us, girls, you know, Jelly, Jelly, you know, uh, which is like my little sister, you know, Kayla, you know, uh, Bree sometimes, Dominique sometimes, and I was dealing with both of them, and, you know, just uh, Meg, and Shantae, and we were like really a unit. Like my first day on campus, Jelly, which is cook sister, you know, like my little sister from Aiken, like, I was kicking it with them for the longest before I even started kicking it with them. Like, I would be with a bunch of girls for like the first few months. And you know, then, you know, I start kicking it with Dominique from Orangeburg, and you know, it was just like, okay, yeah, this time it's like, I had already did volume two, I had CDs around the spot. And I was like, you know, I'm single. I had been single for a while. I was like, yeah, it's time to do this. I was one of the older guys on campus, so that kind of attracted a lot to me. So it just made sense, but y'all was the, Y'all was the y'all was the y'all was the fire to the flame for sure. I tell you that shit was a world shock at first because I ain't never met a nigga like that because you know like Jones he was when we first met him you know moved in roommates that nigga he was antisocial he was and it was like we thought like damn bro photos but like that nigga he'll leave his fucking door wide open and be like just telling y'all need some shit or cooking breakfast and shit but a nigga don't talk he gonna tell you he gonna talk to you no matter that that nigga was like what the fuck. Like, I, I don't know. Like, what time? So, yeah, he was, it was a crazy-ass, crazy, ass, crazy you know, shit. You know, what I remember, what? I can't remember what the fuck it was about, but with him and Dad's. I like, knew you was going to lie. Everybody, 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 everybody came. He be right here in my head. head. He be here. Because that's when corn, corn, when I swung on corn, yoke my ass up. Like, bro, it's too early. Like, we just got here. all just got here, too. Like, and I about fucked it all up. Oh, I swung it. Quan got me though. And I ain't know who Quan was. I didn't squat. I didn't buy on Quan. Quan like, oh, bro, I'm trying to. <laughs> you know, dude, 
And you know what? I regret that because what was so funny, you know, this one I knew he was a real one. This was his man. So I'm thinking, I know niggas from the Metro, like, I know niggas from Columbia, bro. Like, I. My cousin, you know, I ain't fuck with my cousin, <laughs> yeah, for real. My cousin DJ from no, no right. flex though. I even told him that because I did think y'all boys was gonna jump at me. I know, I know, we ain't on three, but I know Columbia. Like I didn't, <laughs> like, like I got people from up here, my family from like Saint Andrews. I got a cousin from up here, like Apple Valley. Like I got niggas from Forty Eight. Like. You know what I'm saying? For real, so I know how Columbia rocks, so I'm like, yo, like, I don't ever take nobody appearance or none of that for nothing. I don't ever sleep on nobody, so I'm like, yeah, yo, these niggas, these niggas gonna, they, they younger than me too, but yeah, these niggas gonna lace me up, so I'm ready for it, like, you know what I'm saying? But I knew he was a real one when he pulled all of us together, like, nah, bro, we can't have this stuff. We gonna be roommates. And this his mans, he could've been like, fuck me and just roll with his mans. Cause this his mans, he know this nigga. Like, you gotta think, like, when I met Dad's pops, it was crazy, cause it was about some liquor. I came in the spot fresh from work. Hey, yeah, who the fuck did drop my shit? <laughs> Shut up, pops, big money. Yeah, his pops like, man, man, man. <laughs> right. And then his pop came with the paper and was like, yo, Man, I went and got another man, I'm drinking out with his pops, bro. We done kicked it. The dance come in like, and then that's when I'm like, you know something, bro? Like, these my little brothers. Like, so yeah, that's when I knew he was a real one. So that, that experience was what I needed, especially coming from the Tennessee and Grandma Dan. Not being able to play ball no more. I used to sit up there and watch college ball, like, it was a drag. <laughs> Get yeah, drunk. Man. <laughs> like, I know this is a topic, man, but I just remember that time. I forgot who, who was the niggas that came to the spot because they was mad over some weed you sold. You sold it to D. And me and Will was in the back. Uh, in your room, just waiting. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Dante was the real one because when Dante realized what the jokes was, he went on here and played this position. And then next thing you know, them niggas love, he was still in there. What else? Like, Brian, like, if I would have knew, that's when I knew because if he would have stayed and not said nothing, he stayed and immediately was like, bro, I ain't. Because Willis looked at this nigga like, oh, you still sitting here? Like, and he like, no, bro, I ain't. So, yeah, like, we was, yeah. It was crazy, bro. Like, yeah, but yeah, I saw, I saw, he got, he got, because I served his show. Yeah. What it was, I had served her for a price and I charged them high. Yeah. Yep. What time do you say it's going to cost? Well, we ain't fucking the niggas, so we like, fuck you. Fuck you, nigga. 
your big beer on. They was like family. Yeah. So. No offense to me. Yeah, yeah. We love, we got love. So. No, we know. So, you know, we had Bats of Probably three, that, yeah. I definitely had a couple songs that I fucked with off there, man. I, I'm glad I was a part. I'm glad we always a part of it. Yeah. Love Jones, man. It was. That was a good, yeah. Kind of a love. He had some situationships. Yeah. Love Jones, bro. Like the 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 Love Jones, you know, the ideas built off of. You know, relationships, things of that nature. That was, we know some very key events that kind of play pieces. <laughs> it's a, it's a love show. But right. I was like, kind of taught us about that shit, man. What did it teach you? Take, take it back. One, two, and three just really taught me that, for one, as an artist, I can step outside the box and do whatever the fuck I want to do. That's what campaign said. Shout out to campaign camp. That's what made him want to work with me. He was like, yo, I that seemed like you can literally do a whole project and stay the course. Literally a whole a whole project speaking on name but relationships, ladies, my my flaws, my trials, my tribulations, situation, relationships and shit like that. So it taught me that I gotta be more vulnerable. And I gotta work on a lot if I want to be the one in somebody's life. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of times we point the finger, but at the end of the day, you gotta look in the mirror and kind of, you know. When you point the finger so much, eventually you gotta say, well, damn, I've been pointing it a lot. Maybe it might be. Mm. So, yeah, that's, it, that's yeah, what I'm It ain't always like one person, but it's, it's both parts. Yeah. And it's motivated because of my last name, Jones. Uh, and, uh, I love women. <laughs> I do. Even though, you know, I have my, I love women. I really do. I was raised by a single mother. Uh, the most important women in my life are like my grandmother, my great grandmother, my mom, my, my nanny, my mom, my niece. Like, 
the guys that work hard and do what they gotta do, some of them still end up on child support, some of them don't. But think about the niggas that's broke and ain't doing shit. They end up on child support too. <laughs> think about that. You gotta choose your hard. You know, so as a man, that that's one reason why I'm, I didn't I I supposed to have kids. I had two miscarriages, but I I don't have kids for that reason. It's not that I wasn't ever equipped financially. It's just I wasn't ever equipped because look at what I'm an artist for. I ain't one of these niggas that's running around playing rap. So my my lifestyle and who I am, whoever is with me, like if they have kids, they have to understand that. But me doing all this brings home. I ain't not here not bringing home the bacon. And that's why even what we doing now is trying to bring home the bacon for not just myself, but for everybody. Because now we doing it a whole different way. So that's what's so important now, like really understanding the part of being equipped, being prepared, and being ready to take on some shit. Niggas wanna be laid up busting one but don't understand like yo this shit this shit cost this shit ain't cheap. Yeah. You wanna like have fun though? Yeah, I do. I do. It's it's been harder the older I've got, but I do. Yeah. Why you think why do you think that just comes with age, bro? You think that just kinda that's kinda you just changing things up, doing shit a little bit different. Not necessarily age, because I ain't older just doing shit different. I ain't old, you know, I'm just doing shit differently. Because I did so much when I was younger that I that fucked up for us. So now you pay for it when you get older. If you would have did it a little different, then you probably wouldn't be in some of the positions you're in now. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. That's why I used to be on y'all so hard. Yeah, that's right. And I still be on y'all from time to time. Not as much as I used to, but I still be on y'all. Because that's critical. That's very critical. You know, for real. You said you ready? You ready to do something, man? I don't know. That shit made me nervous. That's the numbers ain't in my face. Yeah, you too. Yeah, I got anything as a family deal for it's gonna be a, a, a truck. Yes, you do, man. A Ram or some shit. Or a fucking, um, uh, what's the fucking, what's the SUV? Chevy SUV. The Suburban. Yeah, the Suburban. Yeah. Suburban. Yeah. Make this nigga get the shit with the door closed automatically. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> man, so, like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I wanna kinda dive on some other shit, cause, man, they, they always crucify me, cause, you know, I would, they say, I, I, I act like young nigga. With the, what, you know, listening to the music, the new shit. I, I'm gonna tell you, man. This the new sound, kind of like what you're doing. And you know, once you guys hear the music, you understand what I'm saying. But like when it comes to like, can't knock the hustle, right? And like stuff like you doing motions, right? Man, I'm fucking with it. What's what? What's got you? What's got you in that bag now? Cause like, and the reason I say this, cause and when you maybe kind of give me the answer I'm looking for. Niggas, they 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 crucify me for, cause I doubt the stand. This the 2015, 16 like SoundCloud era. That's one of my top eras of music. Uh, and niggas, they, they say I'm crazy for that. So that's what I mean, when, you, when the new sound, 
I like that shit. So what's what's got you here now? Because I know what you do usually, but this is different. It is. Yeah, this one's different. It, I mean, all the way through, but I mean, just kind of speaking to this track in particular. I mean, we came out the hustle, you know. And originally, a young person was on. <laughs> you know, and uh, she did show up to a session that we did, and uh, so we had to take her off the record. And, um, you know, what's so funny about that record is that's what they say is the Carolina sound, like that, that type of beat, that type of, you know. But, Can't Knock the Hustle, that was uh, 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 a title of a song on Jay-Z's first album, Reasonable Doubt, with him and Mary. So instead of somebody singing on it, I got another female artist rapping. Um, what got me here now is just, I, I can go here. I ain't never not been able to go there. It's just one of the things that, you know, we literally have everything so structured where these projects that we've been coming out with have already had records in place for them. So it's like, it's been shit there, but it's like, oh, we finna drop Ready Rock. We finna drop Nash Love New York. The records are already there. They already been sequenced. The records, like Nash Love New Devil, they, they sequenced. You know, Ready Rock, same thing. Like, man, we're the sequence there. Like, you know, you, it's already there. Or even with Phil Jackson, the record was there. It's already there, so it's like one of them things where when K Not the Hustle came, it was like, yeah. I felt it. It wasn't forced. It wasn't like, oh, I need to. So you feel like, so with this album, do you do you feel like this is probably the newest music that you've had in a while? Mm-hmm. Cause I started working on this album in 2019. I think the newest record on this album is probably what Training Day. Some of that music you played us is on here? Yeah. That 09 Vision is. I definitely remember the intro. Yeah, 09 Vision is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's been a, a while since we heard it, so I can't I think that's it, though. I remember this. I, I see it. One, I think I know the intro. That's it. That. I think that's it. It yeah. wasn't finished, though. I was yeah, yeah. I think it was on like I, the I, I think that's it. Yeah, you're right. So that other shit you played us that time, you just got that shit in the bars. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You got all, it's, it's like, you know, I can talk about it here. You know, you got BCO mixtape coming in a couple months. You know, some of that stuff might end up on there. But, you know, like, a lot of the songs y'all heard at that first listening session, nah, they made that 09 Vision. The 09 Vision is like an old record that I had. Like, uh, Cautious, 2019. So, yeah, like, you know. It's been it's, it's been in, it's been in the mix for three. What? How many projects that came out since then? What? Next level, new devils, red rock, fear jack, and Northside. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah. A couple of songs on there that I was around then. Yeah. You make you made that shit back. A couple of songs you made that shit back in twenty seventeen. Yeah. You came up with the name of the joint. Yeah. You came up with the name. Yeah. What's your favorite body work of yours? Out of everything. I tell you, I tell you, my, not if not this might be a it's 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 either when Michael became done or Lord Jones writing three man. That was yeah. Time man. Man. That shit was different. I'm trying to tell you that that 2015 what a time to be alive. 2016. If we would have recorded every like what people don't understand is this, I've been around for a while and I don't really give a fuck about the followers, the likes, whatever, the attention, the, the changes. I I literally been around I was in the same rooms with Randy, I was in the same rooms as that. I've been around for a while. I've been around for a long time with cats like Mo Beats was on the scene. I remember I used to ask you about niggas like, mm, you know, sister, you know, sister, you'd be like, no. Like, I, I was literally like, I was literally like, literally. I was literally, I've been around for a while, so if we would have recorded a lot of shit that was going on, we would have been gone. We would have been going, it's just at the time cameras wasn't, especially with everything we was into. Like, you think I'm finna really have cameras in the spot when I'm serving niggas all day long <laughs> on campus? Nah, like, we was literally doing everything they doing now, back then. We just didn't have it on. So, if we would have filmed all them nights in the strip clubs, running through Atlanta, pinups, diamonds of Atlanta, all that shit we was doing, I lounge, I was like, man, all that shit we had going on, man. I heard they sold that motherfucker. You can't live like that no more. That's the tip. They did? Shit ain't for the students no more. They sold that motherfucker. They said, you niggas got to get the fuck out of here. That's right. You niggas can't be. Because after us, they they, they, they really cracked down after us because we literally had shit in motion. We was in this fucking kickbacks. Just having kickbacks. Niggas was cool. What was my man's at the game? He was cool. The niggas yeah, was supposed to be a security It was West was one of them, the older head that I was real tight with. Like, we we literally, we had shit in motion. So, I, you know, like, if we would have been recording all them nights in the clubs, running through Greenville, doing all that shit we was doing, when we was coming to Columbia, the Blue and the Vista, going to Charlotte, that club, I just, this was even before I came. Like, I've been around. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell people, man. Like, I, I really don't. Niggas. Yeah. 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 We was there. We was there. Like, yeah. I used to be high in my damn mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Leaned up. <laughs> sipping. Sipping. Cup. And. <laughs> What do you mean with that? It's drunk and shit? Because that yeah, nigga he would not label shit. Hey, that nigga, <laughs> where you go? He put shit in the refrigerator. This nigga don't label it. <laughs> you think it's Kool-Aid that is up. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that nigga, you know, that nigga. <laughs>
Sit down, sleep all day with that shit. Corn, I got corn like that. Corn used to get up early like me. Got corn like that. You understand? Like, man, for real, man. Like, we was really on. That's why when I see everybody, when what's going on now is just like. You know? You know, because we didn't, 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 didn't. So now that that's what be kind of so hard now. They like, okay, well, how you gonna compete now with everybody? That, and you kind of, you know. I look at it though. I look, mean, is it like a? I mean, I, I guess y'all know you do see this competition. You know, you play sports, obviously, competitive so. How do you? What do you look at it so? When you get an album like when Michael became done, you look at it like shit. Whatever, whatever everybody else. Cause I don't listen to a lot of other people's music, but if it really, I, I'm I'm a hip hop head enough. I study the game enough, and I'm around enough to know if it was really that. And even when it comes down to my shit, like yeah, it might not catch like it's really that, but I know in my ears. See, I know when I'm on the web and I listen to this shit, and I can feel that shit in the bottom of my feet. Or when motherfuckers that don't know me from a can of paint, I drop that link to them and they text me back like, yo, yeah, this is, yeah, you know, like Andrew Graham was talking about, uh, cautious, like, y'all play this shit, like, back to back to back to back to back to back to back. This bad Bobby ad, uh, so he, he's not consuming my type of music every day. He's no caps ad, uh, so. He's getting Andrew Grant. No cap. And Bad Barbie, the cash man side chick. So he's not. What's the problem, cap? So when he listening to my shit, he like, yo, I keep running this shit back to back. Because, you know what I'm saying? He's with something else every day. So when he get that, it's refreshing. I mean, you know, they just they just waiting on me to have the buzz and all this other shit that not saying I don't give a fuck about it, it's just right. you know. Let me ask you this though, cause I remember like back in fifteen or sixteen when when all the little yachties and all that was coming out, you wasn't really feeling it because it was it's like, cause I, I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't really feeling it then either, cause it was like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, you are these niggas, like, what is this? Like, you feel me? How you feel about that shit now in today's, you know, music scene? I mean, man, it's, it's really like, it's really like it kind of went to a point where, when I see niggas like Uzi and Future doing projects together. You know what I'm saying? Or like, I look at situations like, um, when you go back, 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 and Gucci did the joint with Future, Free Bricks joint. And I was fucking with Future at the time. But I was fucking with Gucci. So when you fast forward, and they do, I ain't fucking with Uzi, but I'm fucking with Future. But then it's a couple of joints, like the moment of clarity joint. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it was a few joints up there that was, I forgot one of them. I forgot which one it's called, but I actually got one of my playlists. Hold on, hold on.
Talking about for if you know if you know this nigga, hold on, appreciate it. Yeah. No, that's not even what I'm talking about. No, I know, I know, I know, I know, but if you listen to certain shit Lucy did, like on some freestyle shit, he really can rap. He just do the shit that's today's sound because that's what motherfuckers can't No, it ain't about it, it ain't about it, rap credit. I mean, man, you used to be in the crib with me, man. I'm blasting Scarface early in the morning, y'all sleep. Y'all like. It ain't even the fact that you bashing this shit early in the morning. It's the fact that it's scoffing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Niggas ain't care about the top of water. Yeah. But it, it, that shit opened the door, though. It kind of opened your horizon. Yeah. So that's why I said I, ain't, I, didn't, I didn't hate it. But I was already on that, though. Like, you know, I've been a student of the game like that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when I look at that shit now, it ain't really around now. It's here, but it ain't really around now. Like, when last time we was dropping? He working though. He working. Yeah, he working, but it ain't what it was. Yeah. It was so crazy, man. Cause like me and this nigga only a year apart, but he, I'm not saying he don't respect, you know, the old music like the, the Jay Z, the Biggie, or even the Jeezy's and, and Fifty Cent. But I feel like we kind of got a different taste and shit. Like he like more of the newer shit, and I like the newer shit too, but. I still listen to Give It or Die Trying or, or Thug Motivation One on One. Let's get it. You feel me? Right. And all that shit. Like, come on. I even listen. I, sometimes I throw on that pop, bro, and just listen to this shit I ain't never really heard. Right. Because I wasn't around at that time. Just to listen to it. Why? Even the just biggie. to see what it's on. Because you got to understand, bro, you got to. They were the pinnacle of hip hop. Like, a lot of these niggas that you listen to probably look up to these niggas and inspired him in some way, believe it or not. So, even if you don't fuck with it, I feel like you gotta respect it. Even though it's a different, you know, era of hip hop. I fuck with, I fuck with a couple shit that I never heard from uh, pop that wasn't on the radio. Like I actually listened to fucking, um, what, uh, Seven Day Theory, what's that? Kaluminati. He talking some shit, man. Just, you just gotta really, I respect that. I mean, me you had a conversation yeah. way back when about the Tupac Biggie thing. You said you was more of a Biggie guy because you're pop. Yeah. You know, and you can hear Biggie and Drake. Yeah. Like I said, I've always respected what they did. But my only point to count. If we in the club, nothing. No, no, no. Put that I, shit I, on. I'm not bro, saying, like, I'm not. I'm not saying that. They're going to play Juvenile in the club. Right. They're going to play I'm not saying that, though. I'm not saying. Take that shit in the club because I don't want to hear that shit in the club. Play Judy, but I'm saying that like, listen to the club the whole time and really like you. You don't want to hear that ass up in the club. But the way I look at it is like with you look at our shit like the our day and age. We we more transcendent, bro. Like you could go. I mean, keep it real. You ask your grandma right now who is Drake or you know she right. lives in Virginia. You, you ask your grandma who Snoop Dogg. Ask your grand, ask your niece right. or your granddaughter exactly. who that is. Who? They gonna know who Snoopy is. Maybe. Everybody, no, they all. Biggie Pop? No, no. Snoopy. <laughs> It just don't do nothing. It don't. Well, but 
Ice Cube shit that he dropped now, cause he still dropped here and I don't yeah, listen to it. But that old shit like um, America, is it America? Right? And Lethal Injection. Them shit. Death certificate too. That was yeah, that. No. Uh, what's that? He did an EP. He he jacked like it's a song in called Jacking for Beats. Jacking for Beats. That was one after the NWA. You gotta think about when you say shit like that. When you say like what Cube doing now ain't hitting. Right, right is not hitting because you gotta think. You got guys like Cube. Right, Cube is in another lane. He's doing movies now. He's doing yeah. big, big, but then look at Nas. Nas is still dropping great bodies of work. He's still hitting. Jay is still hitting. Pusha T is still hitting. You gotta think guys like Griselda them. Pusha still hitting, man. You gotta think guys like Griselda them day in their late thirties. Jim is still hitting. These guys are like so Kanye still hitting. You know your boy Drizzy. Like thirty six, nigga, he ain't young. Like they still going. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's different. It's it's a different like with this album. I study all those classic albums. I study, you know, Columbia Seven Day Theory, All Eyes on Me, Biggie Life After Death, Diddy No Way Out, which Biggie wrote partly. Stevie J helped write it. All the hitmen helped write that album. But Biggie, you know, uh, I listen to uh, Scarface Untouchable. I listen to Dreaming Out for Degrees. I listen to Eight Ball Laws, Outcast Album, Celebrated Listed, Criminal, ATL, and Stack On You. I study so many older albums because that's what was going to make this album. I wasn't going to be able to sit down and listen to What a Time. No offense, because I love What a Time to be alive, but I wasn't going to be able to listen to shit from kind of 2010 and up and be able to garner the inspiration I needed to, to create this album. It wasn't gonna work. It just was not gonna happen. Even if I would have tapped in a good kid, man, said take care. If I would have tapped into uh, my dark twisted fantasy, if I would have tapped into any one of these great albums that came out for 2010 on back, it wouldn't have been the inspiration I needed to create this. And probably none of them. Maybe down the line, like my dark twisted fantasy, yeah, good kid, man, see, yeah, but not too many. Maybe like the future, future self title I'm like, I remember we listened to that together in the crib and we was, we was getting so fucking high. It felt like we was on LSD or acid or something. We were just smoking weed, but that's the trip the music took you on, like some fucking floor and shit. So, you know, that, that's what it's about. You, you never listened to 400 Degrees? Well, you not, you not? Nah, nah, not me. But you listen to Project Pat, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie for some Pat. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie for some Pat. I mean, that whole thing, like, y'all was all on that Juicy J, Rubber Band, Bang, Sway, Blue Dream, and Wind. You gotta think, that, that's, then, that's, I grew up on that. My mama was bumping that. That's, that's, Hey, Project Pack guy, like, that nigga sound is dope. Like, Nobody can copy that shit, man. Yeah, that shit different, different bro. Man. That nigga shit so, still bump in 2022. I don't give a fuck who you with. Yeah, yeah, you tell my old nigga, yeah, that shit gonna hit. Yeah. I play that, I play something by that nigga every day. Hey, but look, check this out, bro. You got three seconds. Hey, count them down. I'm asking three questions. You got three seconds to answer each one. So this first one, ready? Mm-hmm. 
certified lover boy or a big step to Mr. Riley? Three. Let's go around and a big step. Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Tom Brady. T-Mac or AI? AI. No question. Okay. You check T-Mac or AI? I mean, the AI was on my wall. I named my first album after the AI post I had on my wall. I'm still rocking the AI today. I did the AI in my album rollout photos just to show me. How you feel about him putting uh, Kendrick over there, Jay? He didn't mean that. Yeah. He just had to be eating that time. That's him. That's him. He was not. I mean, it did, it did, it did. Oh, for no, sure, no, 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 I'm not caught up in numbers because of what's, what's in our hands. Fuck that single, oh, fuck that heart. Smoking on top of But, like, come on, man. Like, at the end of the day, you know, and I don't want to put too much of my opinion on that, but, you know, at the end of the day, like, it's not really about the numbers, it's about the fight of work that's been put together. You got to think about it. Kendrick would have sold three, three racks. We had the racks like that back in the day. It would have been a double, it's a double album, so it would have been sick. So he still would have sold the same thing that Drake sold. But in today's era, I don't think they counted like that, so I think it just was an overall like three. Or they probably did like one, one, like 1,000 for one side, 1,000 for us for that next three or whatever. But back in the day, that's how all eyes on me went flat, because it, it was five on one side, and the other side did five. So that made the fact. So why it's not being received well? I feel like it's not being received well because for one, when you get an album like damn. You know what I'm saying? And then when you get records like for example, uh, what's the record with Taylor Page? Uh, 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 I forgot what's the what's that record? Cry Together, whatever. Yeah. That's a bit you can't ride to that. When you in the car and that come on, you turn. Yeah. I don't want to hear that because that didn't been me. You know, I don't, I don't want to hear that because that that's supposed to be like a skit that's on like one of my shit. That that didn't been me. That's something I told me we probably could have did for like one of the records on the album. Like so that that's why little things like that is being received. You know what I'm saying? The way it is because one, we kind of expect a little bit more out of Kendrick, but he didn't really care about that. He stripped butt naked, figuratively speaking, and he just created. Actually, died. It was therapy. His life. It was literally therapy. He was really admitting things. He was really confronting issues that he didn't do. Every rapper is the man. Like I could have came in here with this jury. I could be riding around and like this. I mean, we can, but when you really strip butt naked and expose yourself, 
you know, no offense, but you got certain rappers in the game that's not gonna do that. Sure. Because you that. So you think he's not being received well because he's being too raw? Not necessarily, because we get rawness all the time. But music is just the fact that we expect different out of kids. I think everybody was looking for something like you that. You looking for something like that? Yeah. You looking for he, like all this, like I said, all this shit he was talking about is all this shit niggas do. Niggas in, in do today. Like we cry together. Did you ever know that that nigga was in like that type of nigga in relationship? Did you know about all that shit in Auntie Diary? Mm -hmm. <laughs> did, I, did I know about it? No, I didn't know about it. Exactly. What the hell? <laughs> How would you, what, what's, what's your point here? Like, I was supposed but to know this that. But Drake, Drake, talks like, about a lot of shit. It's like when Jay come out and do the 444 record, and he talks about his mom, or what 50 say, growing up I was confused, my mama kissing the girl. People ain't catch that in hate of so that's been going on in the game where niggas been saying shit and it's like, oh, wait a minute, but niggas just don't listen. Oh, you surprised that nigga said it's on TV, Trey, I'm trying to, what, what, Well, you what, never know, what, it could be a lie just for the what's going on today in the shop. <laughs> I'm not listening to that nigga saying that shit. That's gonna, that's gonna strike us. I'm not saying I'm surprised, it's just like, that's, that's something different Kendrick doing. He actually, like, telling you his life story outside of just, Going up around game makers and being in It's like how Drake was different. We ain't get Drake running in front. Like, we was like, yo, this nigga saw. We didn't understand. That's crazy. We didn't understand all this vulnerability on records. Like, we didn't understand Drake getting on records really doing all this. But then after a while, it was like, I feel Marvin on the tour. Damn, that's crazy. So look, that's crazy when a nigga is like, that's crazy when a nigga talking about a girl. He talking about his feelings. He talking about his life. And he a bitch for four years. But a nigga talking about his aunt transgender or trans transsexual, that's he's expressing his life feelings. The fuck out of here. I mean it's like it's the same drinking bitch. It's the same as it's the same as Drake talking about like his mom and his dad relationship. It's all the same. It's all the same. Exactly. He we always knew about what the fuck. We were saying the same shit at first. Like, who wants to hear about you and your your mom and your dad getting a divorce? Nigga talk about his son on fucking March 18th. He literally did the same shit on March 18th with Kendrick did on fucking Mr. Morales and the Big Step. What? That, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, well, so what's the point? I, that's what I'm trying to say. What the fuck? Maybe I'm missing. Somebody bring it back to me. What the fuck? It's all Whoa. the same. It's exactly. It's all the same. So I'm trying to figure out how you fuck with so that. That, that shit's not being received well because it's not good. It just don't sound it's good. not good, buddy. Oh, shit. Don't. <laughs> current event slash current event talk. Yeah. What? I know, well, the way I said, I feel like Dallas um, Dallas did a lot of uh, Golden State dirty work, okay. you know? But what you, what you think of it? I don't want to talk too much about Dallas. I just say, you know, yeah. um, when, you, when you're going up against a squad like Golden State and you got a squad like Dallas, for one, you got to look at, okay, you got a kid as a coach. Kid has been an assistant for a little. Okay, you got guys like Luca, but with Pazinga's is And Golden State is complete. You already know what you're going to get from that. It's kind of like what's understood ain't got to be explained in that situation. And then when you got guys like Curry and Kid coaching up against each other, it's like Belichick 
going up against the Charlotte baby. Well, it's like, and I can't say that. I say it's like Belichick going up against a guy like who? Somebody that's most you. No, I won't say that. I say Mike Tomlin. I say my guy. Somebody that's more seasoned, but he can still get him. He can still beat him. It's one of those situations where kid is seasoned. He can coach Kerr, but Kerr just in it. He's been in those moments for fucking how long? Yeah, yeah. Literally. The championship pedigree. With the fields, the Michaels, the pops. As a GM with Phoenix, when we was in our heyday, as a GM, not a coach, a GM. But something still ain't got to be explained in this situation, man. Golden State don't get that air time. I, that's us. As much as I hate to say it on camera, I, I like Boston, but I'm, yeah, I don't I mean, when it when it comes when it comes down to the finals, I don't really want to say much, you know. But what I will say is this, you know, um, those are two pop predecessors. They come from the school of Greg Popovich. That's all I'm gonna say to that. They come from the school of Pop. People forget that. Too. We, we had we had that conversation. Uh, me and Butler just had that conversation. Over. You come when you when you come from. It's like the Nick Saban tree. It's like the Bill Belichick tree. It's true. It's like the Field tree. It's true. Steve Kerr come from both of them trees, Field and Greg Popovich. I got words in the Thanks. So I said kind of taking it here though, man, getting back into the album. Okay. I, okay. You know, kind of getting down towards, you know, kind of towards the end of the end of it and things like that. It's right. a song that kind of stands out to me. It's called These Demons. Mm-hmm. And man, you just, you talked about a lot there. Um, you know, just stand out, things that, you know, stood out to the song to me where you were saying how, how you kind of had to leave shit behind. You, right. had, you had a lot of weight, you know, things were just damning you. And it didn't, it wasn't really clear to you like that at first. So, like, kind of talk to me about that because when I and when I say that too, I, I I feel like these demons it kind of it kind of ties into, you know, you you leaving Greenville, you know what I mean? And you know, you starting up something else, and that's where I kind of feel like in my in my in my story, I, I feel like that's where that's where you kind of left the you know the Don the Don Jones things like that behind, and you really. You really kind of transcended, transcended into the, the north side. So, like I said, kind of talk to me about that. When, when you get a record like these demons, that energy. I remember when I first recorded it. That day we was in the studio, uh, and I laid it down. The energy in the room. It was a chicken there with her boyfriend, <laughs> and when she was bobbing her head to it, he looked at her. She stopped. And then as time went on in the session, he eventually just broke out. And, you know, These Demons, man, was always one of them records where I was like, I don't really know if I'm going to be able to get in on this and shed these layers like I want to. You know, money and evil seeds grow so naturally. You in the field with a demon mentality. That's that's literally today. But that's what it was for us, too. You know what I mean? You gotta think, a lot of niggas that I came up with caught prison, like caught 35 years right out of high school, that's 2012. These niggas still serve time today. So these demons was really shedding a lot on top of 
what was yeah, what was going on in Greenville. Like I wasn't always the best person. You we wanna dodge that shit, man. Like when you're a person like me that wanna be a better person and you wanna improve, you, you, you know where you trying to be and where you wanna go, you know you ain't gonna get there by being a certain way. It's just not gonna happen. So I had to share it later and that's what these things were about. Really share it later. I really do feel like I don't know who out of SC this is gonna do a real album. A real album. I ain't talking about the team. I ain't talking about no real album. But I, I feel like I, I got the best album out of the state this year so far. And depending on how the next six months go. And the numbers might not reflect it, the followers, like, all that really don't fucking matter. When you hear it, when you see what we about to do, and even the new music that's coming after, I don't know, man. If you ain't fucking with it, you hate it. Or even if you don't like the music, you gotta respect what we doing and how we moving as a unit. From the podcast, People don't really pay attention to me because I ain't one of them ones. You know, and even some people that know me, a lot of people don't like me. So I ain't everybody's favorite. And the, the, the more I do, the less I'm giving a fuck about that. Because some of the people I realize that they don't really know me like that for real. But if they really got to know me, they'll love me. And it's so fucked up that it's gonna take fame, notoriety, being a so-called celebrity for that to, oh yeah, you know what, yeah, he all right. Like, that's funny, but that's what I'm realizing with this album. Man, we need to look at it this way. Jared Harlow will get a lot of hate from niggas in the bitch. Mm-hmm. But he grew up. Oh, you can't deny that shit. So, yeah, you know, and he just dropped the album. It's, it's one of them things, man, when you were an artist from SC, a lot of artists that got slighted when it came down to their debut album. That's why I chose to take this in my own hands. That's why I was like, okay, fuck it. We not sending this to album music. We not turning it into the label. We gonna keep the album and put it on the website. And you come to the website and stream it just like you'll go to Apple Music. And if you wanna download it, nine ninety nine. And it's gonna come right to your phone. And it's just like if you was to pay 200 for the Kanye stem play, it's just like God Bless did if you was to pay $100 for the Nipsey Crenshaw album. We control the Nevada. That's real independent. We really got a distribution deal. We ain't talking Distro Kid. We ain't talking CD Baby. We ain't talking United Match. We talking about a real company that we can call on Monday and say, yo, we need this on Apple Music by Friday. But it's like, if we really gonna say we the label, we got a podcast. What was the, one of the first things I told y'all about doing y'all? But I was like, man, when y'all start making money, that shit comes straight to y'all too. Oh, the move, y'all run that shit. You had a podcast, you start the media company, you put people under y'all, 
but everybody's bosses. Let's not do this whole thing of ego and pride. Who, you know, this whole, you know what I'm saying, stick swinging contest or who to this, who to that, or he in position. Let's, let's not play that game. Let's, let's do this the right way this time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit, with the podcast. Y'all boys want to move around and interview this one and sit down with this one and do that. Let's make this shit happen. A lot of other rappers just running around and rapping. But a lot of these niggas is my age or older and they not understanding that, yo, that time ticking. And, you know, what else you gonna do? Especially when you SC and that shit ain't... Come on, man. How many artists in SC you know for real? They bumping their shit in Atlanta and Cali and all these places. Like, but when I'm in Atlanta, bro, they clowning them. They, not, they don't respect us. They don't know us. It's like, if you from SC and you in Atlanta, you know who the fuck you know in Atlanta. It ain't like niggas running around bumping your shit. It's so many niggas in Atlanta. Why the fuck would they bump your shit when it's 30 niggas from Cleveland Ave that they actually grew up with that they finna bump and one of them niggas finna take off? Because he actually connected to Thor. He actually connected to Baby. That's the same thing we were just talking about when we did a photo shoot for the album. Literally, like, they, when you were in Texas, who the fuck bumping a nigga out of SC when you got all these niggas in Houston? Let's be fucking real. Like, let's, let's, let's cut the bullshit and get real. Come on, man. Nobody. I don't give a fuck who, who. Name some, like who the fuck they bumping in New York from SC? Nobody. Nick Grant just did LA niggas freestyle. Who the fuck from SC shared that shit? Nobody. Let's talk about it. Like, let's stop playing, like, just because you see niggas on South Carolina, they pop. Or, oh, a nigga opened up. You opened up, you paid to open up for artists. That's not your tour. They didn't come to see you. That's why when the promo clip come out, it's, it's silent. And it's their music playing. It's not, because if you really got them just cut the sound out of that shit and heard the crowd, the crowd standing there. They don't know who the fuck you is. They waiting for the artist you opening up for. Let's get real. Let's just be real. Let's let's be let's be one hundred. Let's, let's let's really talk about it. They do a show in Florida, and they take an artist from SC. Come on, let's be real. Who the fuck really like? Yeah, this person from SC. Come on, man. Let's be real. That's why I just be like, bro, like I don't give a fuck about none of that shit, man. It's like my publisher. She was from Atlanta. And she used to always say, like, yo, why would you go on these platforms where if you go look in their comments, it ain't nothing but a bunch of bots and emojis. That shit ain't real. Why are you paying your money for that? <laughs> but that's what we take to. We take to all that shit because it's what we see right here. I seen some shit that made me feel good. This girl from Acre was asking the club promoter to bring a rapper from SC. Uh, down to the city, like I can make that happen, and I felt good about it. 
but that doesn't happen enough. What's gonna transpire from that? Nothing. He's gonna come if he comes. Do short next that. Is it gonna be nothing? Transpires and blossoms to nothing. Nick Grant been around fucking TE for how long? And what's happened? Nothing. He been right there with fucking right there with TDE. Kendrick about to go. Q ain't been doing. J Rock ain't been doing. It's a clear path for Nick Grant to come and do it. Fuck, he gotta do where he at with them. Let's get real and stop fucking playing, man. How long has that been with goddamn South Coast? Zach could have been like Dolph by now with DOE with his own shit. Had to deal with like DME Empire. This shit could have been. That's why I say, bro, with this album, we cutting all that bullshit out. It's done for now. And we finna build and do what we about to do. We making moves how we making moves. Like, we got something that we just put in place. That no artist in SC has ever done before. And I ain't, we ain't talking, we ain't done. But it's in place. And it's, it's the type of shit that's needed. Because what's the conversation? Or oh, how South Carolina gonna be people in London? Why in the fuck is we talking about why how a whole state go for people one fucking city? Come on, one city. We ain't talking about Macon, Augusta, Atlanta, Jonesboro, Conyers, and stuff. No, we talking Atlanta compared to a whole state that's not that don't make sense. Think about it. 843 stated they sell Charleston niggas bump Charleston niggas. When I when I first started kicking with these niggas, they was bumping day day shit just like New Orleans would, Houston would, motherfucking Oakland, the Bay does. That's the type of shit Charleston got going on. But it don't go outside of the truck. It don't go outside of that though. I seen the artist, that's a nigga in the video, uh man, where well, nigga, if you uh Nigga, yeah, man, well, what's your uh, what's your show budget? What's your show budget like? What's your show tag like? And what's your monthly streaming something like? And it's like, what artists from SC? Is you see more artists that ain't from SC come here to do shows than niggas that is here. So how can you? You gotta ask your damn self that question. What artists from SC really eating off streams for real? Let's, let's really make that conversation when you look at niggas like Drake in the game that it takes billions and billions and billions and billions of streams for this nigga to even make one million. So if you really want to talk streets, bro, you know how I many streets it takes just to get one. So if you really doing streets like that for real, your name will be in the conversation. You not. So everybody from SC need to shut the fuck up. I don't give a fuck how many followers you got, how many likes you get. I don't care. We got a lot of work to do. And every time we get to a spot, what happens? Oh, Ruin Boss G fight. When the World Star Days was going on, instead of these niggas in Columbia being together, Ru had the hottest record in the fucking country, and one of the hottest street niggas in SC, they beefing. So instead of these niggas coming together, and we, we man, that would've opened the floor against the SC. Knock would've been on, everybody would've been fucking on. Even when you got the guys like Jetson and them now, it's still, it's still not happening. It's still not happening. What, what happened with Vino? Vino was gonna be one of those artists when you just woke up one morning and Vino was like, wait, you would've thought he was an industry plant because he was coming. 
Yeah. It seems like everybody we get that shit. Every time yeah. we get right, there's something. Every yeah, time we every time we get yeah, uh, something happening. Oh shit, what the fuck? Look what happened to me. Look what happened to me. You wanna motherfucking take on more than you can motherfucking true because you getting paper. You running around. You thinking, oh, okay, yeah, I can do this, I can do that. Then when you fuck around and look, oh shit, man, four years passed by the game and change. They looking at Charlotte now. They ain't looking at us no more. You know what I'm saying? You got this nigga know, man. We was in diamonds up the none Packed out. Who the hell we bring to that? Rock on Rock on. Hell yeah. Yeah, with that future shit we going down? Mm-hmm. In the heat of it. Like caught him as he was going out. Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said, man, y'all shut this shit down. We did. After us, couldn't nobody else go on stage when I was over. Even the bitch that was stripped for Spartanburg, she came back. Everything, like I said, man, everything has been right down upon my hands with every artist in SC that has been in the spot. I ain't just talking about that and been in the spot. Like, I remember we was at a meet and greet and I'm standing next to Mo Beats. Mo Beats got the highest record and SC got one of the highest records in the country breadwinner with Trina. And I'm in a meet and greet and it's just him and his like manager. You like, that's Mo Beats? Well, it was the same thing with Lucci. It was the same thing with Rollo. These niggas are some of the hottest niggas we standing next to Lucci, me and Dre Man. Shout out to Dre Man. We standing next to Lucci in the meeting. He dolo. Right here in Columbia, bro. Everybody that came right here through right here. Everybody. Everybody. So we got a lot of work to do, man. We be in the we be in the news for the wrong shit. Motherfuckers be talking about really relationship and not her music. Really one of the coldest rappers in rap nine, nah, not no female. Rennie one of the coldest rappers in the game, and we don't talk about her music. Well, I ain't gonna say we. They don't talk about her music. They talk about her relationships. They talk about her personal things. PG Rock did the deal that Ruth should have did. Instead of signing the Def Jam, he should have signed the Asylum with guys like Mike Jones and Paul Wall. When the South was right there, he should have signed that deal instead of going to Def Jam, where they not gonna really give a fuck about you because you from South K. They don't know how to push you. PG Rock took the deal that Ruth should have took years ago. And he had the record with Black. He did everything the way he was supposed to do it. And we didn't get behind it. We should have got behind that shit just like we got behind Stanky Lad back in what, 08. We didn't get behind it. So it just. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. PG should be like ahead right now. Not saying he ain't doing his. We ain't talk about that no more. We talk about him and Rennie. Nah. That's my point. That we always and every time it happened, what happened? Atlanta niggas just be sitting there like, ha 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 ha. Yeah. And I don't think it's his fault. It's it's, it's the supporter. South Carolina ain't supporting. Well, I won't say this. I can't blame no SC not supporting. This is what I say, man. The world bigger than SC. We got. 49 other states in this country. If Hootie and the Blowfish and Darius Rucker and them can do what they did in this country, we could do the same shit with rap. Rap just the biggest country nowadays. We got Stephen Colbert on TV, bro. He from Charleston. 
It ain't no excuse. We got Charlamagne to God. If Charlamagne can be in Black Zach comments, why the fuck Black Zach can't be on the Breakfast Club? That's why I look at niggas like Charlamagne funny sometimes. You in Zach comments, but you can't get them up to the Breakfast Club. Come on, man. Don't play that game. He didn't been up there to the break. He didn't been up there to Power 105 too. So why he can't come one section over right there to interview with y'all? But you in his comments like the grass king. Come on, man. Let's not play that game. We got a lot of work to do. That's why I be on y'all so hard about the podcast. I'm like, yo, look, man. At the end of the day, y'all don't need me as executive producer. Y'all young. Y'all figure that. But. One thing that, that y'all would lack without me is that right there, that knowledge of knowing y'all. Ain't nobody else in SC doing what the fuck y'all doing. Take off with this shit. Do what y'all study with, with y'all and take this shit and run with it. Let's make it happen. Y'all niggas getting fresh. Y'all niggas putting the plays together. Y'all got everything the way y'all supposed to have it. And we been had it this way. But now it's really, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, you've been, you been tech savvy. You've been in the mix savvy. Y'all, man, make that shit pop off, man. Because ain't nobody else doing what y'all doing. And there's other people doing podcasts SC. But they ain't coming like y'all. And I ain't just, I would say that if I wasn't executive producer of a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's time to just cut all this bullshit out and let's, let's, let's get to the real meat and potatoes of this shit, man. Because y'all know what time it is, man. I, I feel the same Y'all knew it was coming. I ain't gonna stop it. I ain't gonna stop it, man. I ain't gonna stop it, man. Damn. I feel the same. I feel the same way you feel. I just don't want to step on other niggas that's doing this shit totally. Right, no, and it, it's, not step, it's, not, it's not stepping on toes, it's being real. We got. At South Carolina, if we don't go ahead and start getting out of the news, we're going to forever be chasing our tail like a dog in the yard. My uncle just went viral in Atlanta for driving a Mustang with, like, Ferrari tags or some shit. <laughs> you know fucking what? What? You hear your old ass cracking from damn bones? I heard it. I ain't cracking. He went viral for like, he got a Mustang, but they got like Ferrari tags. Ferrari's he went viral for this. He replaced the lights and put Ferrari yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he, he went too far. He went too far. <laughs> but this, that ain't the point. My point is this though. People don't realize like, yo, this nigga was who the fuck he was. This nigga then went more viral for that shit. Then who the fuck he? That's like Stevie J being more known for love and hip hop than yo. This nigga motherfucker was all ready to die. Life after death. Like yo, this nigga pinned some of the greatest records in history. But we only know this nigga from. It was a foggy night. <laughs> Lettuce. Lettuce. <laughs> like dumb shit. Like. So yeah, man, like it's just little shit like that with me. That's why I don't really give a fuck about. I bag shit. I you that's a hell of a sound bite, man. Like I ain't wanna stop it. Hey man, you know, it's it's it's, it's the debut album, it's time, man. You know, and if you don't fuck with me now, you ain't never heard it now, you you won't you know. Man, we we gonna we gonna wait on the fortune reason, man, but 
Don, talk to you. You know your friends. What you what you want to leave everybody with? We building, man. I'm building from scratch. You know we starting. You know this is the new. Now that this album out, you know we got a lot that's going on and coming. I'm getting back in that space of moving around again. Like last year, I went through. You know, um, <clears throat> you know, last year, man, I went, I, I went through a situation. Should, should we even get into that? But I, I'll just say this, you know. We 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 just blessed that I'm free, and we're able to move forward because if things would have went away, but none of this been, and it held up the process too. And I remember you you I had a conversation with you, and this was the first time you said something to me that made you. It's like it was like my little brother talking to me on camp. You said, "Man, I was pissed off at you because you almost fucked it all up." Yeah. And I ain't get it at the time because I was still dealing and healing and feeling. But after a while, I said, "Yeah, bro, I really did almost fumble and drop the ball." Like, not saying I was wrong for what I did because I do that shit again. Yeah. If I would have had not stepped right properly beforehand, I wouldn't have ever been in that situation in the beginning. And that's one of the conversations that we've all had. And so when you fast forward to now the debut album coming, you about to be back in the mix. You're 27 now. Times have changed now. You got young niggas you was coaching that's hitting you like, hey, Jones, I'm ready to get in the studio. So now they want you to go from Coach Jones to Dr. Dre now, they want you to curate their career now. They want you to be the ones overseeing their careers just like you was coaching them. So some of these same kids, you was coming out there a while. Now, now they finna be, they probably finna be the next, the next artist, the first artist we signed to this new shit we doing. The podcast, everything that's going on. This album, all this, yo, the Love Jones Band 3, me meeting y'all, all this shit. This album would not be possible if it wasn't for all that. Everybody that's here. It's a lot of people that ain't here. Well, none of this shit. But even meeting people like hey, meeting people like Christian when we met them. People really don't understand what's finna happen. Like eventually, this finna turn to something else. Eventually, your son literally like gonna be able to have a world at his expense just off what you've garnered through what we doing. And you gotta think, this gonna be doing other shit. All these other businesses, you know, this, this, this box trucking, cars, all this other shit, niggas gonna be into off. This album is the bigger picture, man. Real nigga shit. Like, and, and I, I done put out a lot of music, ain't none of it been that. I tell you that, but you, you sound different, man. Yeah. On now, for what I can tell, like listening to it, going through it. Like I said, you, you, you in a place, man. You are. Shout out the room, man. Shout out the room. Being in Atlanta, man. Like, 
they took care of me out there. Like they really opened up the floodgates for me in Atlanta, bro. Shit was tight, shit was sticky. They took care of a nigga out there, man. Shout out to Wu, shout out to Bree, shout out to Aisha, man. You know, shout out to Wu, though. Big shout out to Wu, man. We with you, bro. We with you, man. You know, Ru, we're going through, you know, a tough time right now. We with you, bro. Like, for real. Like, Ru took my sound somewhere it ain't never been before. And Ru ain't know me from a can of paint, but that first session. It's always a thing when I'm in a new, working with a new person, new session, I have to show them, you know, I ain't, I ain't need to be fucked with. So I come in and on. And, and we re recorded these demons. We re recorded Carson. And he's like, uh, album on the way freestyle, you know, so yeah, thank y'all, man, if it weren't for y'all, this shit went poke, you know, R.P. Cool, you know, oh, um, Deuce Deuce Tune, everybody, man, you know, the life, you know, shout out to Justin Hayden, shout out to everybody, man, you know what I'm saying, all the women that I've dated from... <coughs> I say 2015 Probably on the tenth is gonna be on the website on the tenth. So you gonna come theimprint.com. That's where you're gonna be able to stream it at. Theimprint.com. T-H-A-I-M-P-R-I-N-T dot com. Theimprint.com. You're gonna be able to stream it if you wanna download it 999. And uh, you know the dope thing about it, we got artists like Ocean on here, she's from Detroit, Kiwi Sweet, she's from Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? We got a lessons KR, you know what I'm saying? She's from here. I said, so I'm working with other artists and I just, you know, and um, yeah, like, yeah, like, man, it's crazy, man, I'm ready for the dinner next week, second year, we didn't get it done, second year, yeah, podcast, y'all guys, I'm proud of y'all, the part, you know, my first time officially being on here. Y'all got all these episodes coming up, all this shit y'all got coming up. You know, um, y'all even finna be in the lab with me, I ain't gonna spoil it, but y'all even finna be in there with me. So, yeah, yeah, man. Michael became done, man. That's it. Yeah, I dodged prison. I could've said that shit no better, man. God, man, how you feel? You said you dodged prison. I dodged prison, I dodged coffee. Uh, we we here, man, and it feels so good. It feels amazing, man. It does. It does. It feels good, man. I'm back. I'm about to be back now. Literally. You know, all these times we was just talking about and reminiscing about. And we older now, so it's going to be different. It'd be funny when we'd be in these lounges and we'd be in these expensive-ass restaurants and these white folks would be like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it ain't the regular club.
clubs such and such all the time no more. But that's dope though because we gotta transition and evolve. We come from the hood, like I'm from the hood. I want the most gangster street nigga to I want, but I'm from the hood. I got it in. I was active. I was in activity. It was that. So to make the transition, man, you even know, y'all know how I was. That's everything me and you went through. Everything. Yeah, this, this is it, man. It is. Everybody life gonna change out this shit. Everybody family in their life gonna change. Like, it's gonna be dope when I see you bless your mom or something. What we doing? Everybody's moms got houses and cars and shit. What we doing? Like, that's, that's what this shit is going on. It ain't about a bunch of niggas being posted up at the gas station with money everywhere. <laughs> we did that, what, back in 07? Seventh grade. Like, that was MySpace days, dude. That was like Kodak pictures, man, like, dude. We gotta go to Walmart and print that. We were still in the club paying five dollars for the pictures. Like we were still in the club paying ten dollars for the pictures, literally. So that's why when I see people like y'all, it's it's weird to me to have to have to have a photographer. It's not comfortable, but it's the error. But yeah, we was there paying ten dollars for a picture, standing there like literally, like. To be here now. One of my exes was like, "How is that camera? We have a camera taking pictures." But she knows she was there in 2012, like 2011, 2012. Put that shit up, you'll get your ass with pulling out a phone talking about what. <laughs> so it shocks her to see this, but it's what we at with it now. And y'all, once again, y'all, you was the first one to really. What you doing? You like, hey man, it's where it's at now. It's just be good. So I thank y'all. I'm blessed for y'all. We're Team 338 Imprint. I thank everybody. I thank people like A coming in. You know, uh, it's funny how God changed the leaves on your tree like seasons. You lost some leaves and gained more. And these actually look way better in my opinion. Um, so. I'm, I'm, hey man, I'm ready, man. Let's, let's, pass me a couple, take a shot. I know y'all want to wrap this shit up, man. When my kid came down, man. I'm tired, I'm tired of these niggas playing with me, man. Hey man, Northside done, man. Northside done. I don't give a fuck about all that other shit y'all niggas got going on, man. But I love everybody, man. South K shit. Baby, yeah, hand me my cup, man. Let's get a shot. That's all right. Yeah, I ain't walking off like wrong. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Some cups already been pulled up. I seen these pouring when we was over here. Got you know what I'm saying? We been waiting on. Got to get some more fucked up. Catch some more. Probably catch some more shit. Cause I know I be getting. Hey man, I thank y'all, man. This shit might be possible without y'all, man. Yeah, ain't no iron team, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Even Jordan had pimping, even Kobe had Shaq. Straight. Yeah.